Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to the very first episode and premiere episode of my new podcast titled The Velvet Rope. This is your boy Phoenix coming at you. All right. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Got some great stuff we're going to be talking about this first episode, basically just to give you an idea of what the show is going to be about. You know, I'm going to be hitting all different type of topics from uh, music, fashion, movies, video games, um, current events that's going on, but also tackling, you know, tough issues that we as society, we don't, you know, talk about. And I feel that we definitely need to, you know, open up the conversation, open up the dialogue and talk, you know, as far as depression, suicide, um, mental health, uh, HIV and AIDS awareness, you know, that's still impacting not only the black community and the gay community, but society and the world as a whole, you know, and, uh, you know, I want to get the message out there and, you know, help create awareness and bring, you know, or shed light to, you know, what, what needs to be done. And we as a society can improve because, in this day and age, you know, so much, so much hectic, so much chaos is going on in the world. And the world right now is becoming a very scary place and it shouldn't have to be. But, uh, you know, like I said, I'm going to be talking about everything. You know, we're going to have some guests on uh, talking about the hottest stuff that's coming out, stuff that's out, stuff that's going to be coming out soon. You know, we've got This year, another great year of movies coming out. You know, Lion King, Aladdin, um, Maleficent 2. um, Oh, gosh. Uh, I believe the new Star Wars movie is coming out. You know, so much, so much great things coming out. So many great things are happening. Janet Jackson's got her residency starting here uh, in about six weeks, I believe, uh, next month. You know, right after her birthday, May 17th. She starts her residency uh, metamorphosis. Uh, what else is going on? Um, oh, gosh. So much stuff is going on, you guys. I'm looking at uh, seeing what movies we've got. Uh, some trailers, actually, I should say, we got coming out. Uh, oh, the new Avengers movie is coming out. You know, the final chapter in the Avengers uh, saga. You know, can't wait to see how that's going to end. Um, Angry Birds. If any Angry Bird fans out there, they've got a sequel coming out. And... Um, Toy Story 4 is coming out. And, you know, I'm going to talk about that in a second because I want to touch on that as well. Um, But again, um, you know, if you haven't seen the movie uh, Us, you're missing out. Like, truly, you are missing out because like most people, you know, I was on the fence. You know, I was on the fence of it because I didn't really understand Get Out and... I had to watch it like twice to understand it. And my take on it was that it is, um, it felt like it was like modern day slavery. You know, how um, white people, so to speak, were trying to um, enslave black people. Um, And that's my take on it, you know. Sorry if you guys hear any noise or anything like that. Uh, Like I said, this is just a pilot, so we're still still learning everything, still learning how to do stuff, so bear with me. Um, 
But yeah, back to us. Um, it is written and uh, directed and produced by the amazing, amazing Jordan Peele from uh, the Comedy Central hit TV show Key and Peele. Um, his partner Michael uh, Key Keegan or Keegan Key, whatever his name is. <laughs> Excuse me if I mess up your name, man. Uh, but Jordan Peele, you know, brilliant, brilliant mastermind. He, to me, is, you know, becoming a modern day revamped Alfred Hitchcock. And if anyone that is a movie buff out there, sorry, you guys, you know, you know, Alfred Hitchcock has created some of, if not, some of the best. I'm sorry, guys. I'm adjusting my mic right here. Like I said, it's a pilot, so, you know, <laughs> trying to get all the kinks out. Uh, one of the best movie directors of all time, Alfred Hitchcock. And he created uh, movies like Psycho, The Birds. Um, oh my gosh, I have to look at my notes. But he's created so many good movies. And I feel that Jordan Peele is on his way to doing that. Um, just from Get Out, you know, a great suspense thriller. And now with uh, the movie Us, it just took the suspense genre to a whole new level, man. I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, I don't want to give it away too much, but um, basically, it's like, what if we had doppelgangers, clones, that were just like ourselves, and they were pretty much destructive they were the dark side of ourselves like all the the evil nasty shit you would think of to do to a person they would do it with no remorse no mercy just you know basically couldn't give two fucks their main mission and goal is to kill you because they feel you're taking their spot in the world and uh let me just say this this podcast is for adults only, 18 and over, or 16, uh, because there will be profanity throughout the show, because, I mean, you know, it's the fucking internet, you can say whatever you want, you know, you can say whatever you want, so you're gonna hear that from me, from my guests, so if you are offended by anything I say, there are plenty of other podcasts you can listen to, but anyway, a little sidebar, anyway, back to the conversation, us, I did enjoy the movie. I enjoyed it. It's something I would definitely sit and watch again because, again, like most suspense movies or thrillers, you have to sit there. You have to pay attention. You have to see what's going on. And once you notice the, I would say not the action, but the killings, we'll say, once they start, they kick into high gear and we see that this young girl uh, was uh, switched with her doppelganger at a young age and living herself, uh, living the real person's life, having kids, got married. But then when she goes to her uh, family's beach home, she realizes that something is coming for her. 
she senses it, she feels it. And when it happens to be the family of her family that were doppelgangers, you know, they proceed to torture them and try to kill them. But anyway, if you haven't seen that movie, definitely go see it. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful movie. Jordan Peele, again, written, produced, directed. A great, great mastermind. And I hear that he's uh, got the green light to uh, remake a classic, classic horror movie. One of the best horror movies of all time based on what is considered an urban legend but from a short story of Clive Barker's um, book I believe it's called Book of Blood um, Candyman now anyone that remembers Candyman especially within the black community or even the Latin community you know the minority community anyone that remembers Candyman remembers Candyman was one of the scariest movies you ever seen as a kid your friends would dare you to go in the mirror in the bathroom, turn the light off, say his name five times in the mirror. And I, myself as a kid, I was scared too. And, uh, you know, it took me years into my adulthood to actually sit and watch this movie and realize that it's just a movie. It's not real. And the actor, Tony Todd, I mean, we're talking about a dude who is like six foot, you know, two, six foot five, something like that. He's over six feet tall. Tall nigga. Yes, I'm black, so I can say that. I don't really use that word a lot, but, you know, in some phrases I do. But, you know, and I said it with a G-A, not G-E, not G-E-R. There's a difference. But like I said, six foot something tall nigga, long trench coat with the hook on his, on one of his hand, one of his arms as a hand. And he's got that deep, deep voice. That is that will just terrify you even in the daytime if he comes up behind you and you didn't know who he was. And he's just like, Helen, Helen. You know, you hear that shit, you scared as hell, and then you see him and you got and he sees that he, that menacing look and he's got that hook. You're gonna be scared out of your damn mind. So, you know, a great, great horror movie in the black community, and just overall one of the scariest movies of all time and now for it to be remade revamped for a new generation oh i'm excited i cannot wait to see what jordan peele is going to come up with what kind of sick twisted shit is he going to bring to the table for this movie because when you do a remake of a classic movie such as Candyman or nightmare on elm street the first thing you got to think of is okay how am i going to make this scary like back in the day in the 80s you see something like nightmare on elm street or chucky it was considered scary because we'd never seen nothing like that before so when you want to remake a movie such as a horror movie you have to ask yourself how am i going to make this scary for today's audience and it's not easy to scare a lot of people like myself i go see a horror movie i'm not scared that easy because i've seen so many horror movies I start to dissect the movie as I watch it in the movie theater. Like, I'm invested in watching the movie and then the story, but I'm also looking at, like, how they, wondering how they did the makeup and how they do this, how they make it look real. Is that CGI? Is it puppetry? You know? And 
like I said, I've seen so many movies. I'm a movie freak. And when you remake something or you hear about something being remade, the first thing I think of is, okay, is it going to be like the original? Or is it going to have similarities to the original and have it updated? So taking the story, but tweaking it a little bit and updating it or adding stuff that they couldn't do in the original that they wanted to do and now they had the chance. Like take it, for example. Everyone remembers it. You know, scary killer clown kills children, eats them, do whatever. And his power is their fear. Kind of like Nightmare on Elm Street where they fear Freddy and they're afraid to go to sleep. But with it, it's more so, you know, everyone knows about it. They just don't talk about it. So if they don't talk about it, he can't exist. But if you remember in the original, you know, in in that first opening scene when Georgie has his little paper boat and it goes down the drain and he meets Pennywise for the first time in the sewer, um... The camera kind of goes dark after we see Pennywise's mouth opens up and you see all his teeth. In the remake, it's the same exact scene, but this time it's a little more dialogue between Pennywise and Georgie. But then when he finally gets him, we see him chomp down on Georgie's arm and Georgie tries to crawl away. But Georgie, you know, apparently gets either eaten or something. We never know what happened to Georgie. We just know he died. Um, it was more, more, how do I want to say it? Again, y'all, this is a pilot episode, so I'm just making this up as I go. Um, you saw more of Pennywise being more scary. That's the way I want to say it. It was more scary than the original because the original was made for TV. It was made for ABC. So you couldn't really do too much for a made-for-TV movie. You know, that's two parters, two hours, I would say two and a half hours each. So it's like a four-hour movie, almost, yeah, about a four and a half hour movie, I would say. And the first part, the first chapter came out, I believe, two years ago. And chapter two is coming out this year in September, I believe. So now it's the adults of the kid version of the kids. So they come back to fight Pennywise and get rid of him. And I've read that they're going to include some kind of entity that's a turtle that can kill Pennywise or something like that. And we find out that how Pennywise has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years um, since the, I want to say since the renaissance days the medieval times and probably before that who knows but uh you know like again when you remake stuff you have to be careful because um you want to make sure it is how you remember you know when you first saw the original i mean again another remake that's coming out um the lion king you know lion king is coming out and That is one of the most anticipated movies right there is Lion King. And um, I believe it is going to be exactly like the cartoon, which I'm super excited. It's a live action version, CGI. So these, when I tell you these animals look so damn real, it is crazy. Disney always comes up with some cool shit that we've never seen before. And a lot of people don't realize the live action thing started 
um, far as Disney, it started with, um, I want to say Maleficent. Yeah, I want to say it was Maleficent with the live action. Um, and it took off from there. And from there, we had Peach Dragon, which didn't do so well because the car- the original was kind of crappy, too. Um, Jungle Book, which was a huge success. So, and now that they are doing... Excuse me, I had to yawn. Um, Lion King, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Now they're doing Aladdin. And that one's going to be a little different from the cartoon, but still has the essence of the original which I'm super excited about. I was on the fence with Will Smith playing the genie because I was like, I don't know. Because whenever you think of Aladdin, you think of genie, you think of Robin Williams. You know, Robin genie is Robin Williams. You know, the, the ad libs, the comedy, you know, the script that they wrote for genie, for Robin Williams to play the genie was just amazing. So well done. And for Will Smith to do his own spin on it, I think it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. And, you know, once you do a Disney movie, you know, and it goes very well, that's another notch on your belt as an actor because you just worked for one of the biggest companies in the world. And to have a successful movie like that, like, you know, the Cars franchise, there's, you know, Cars 1, Cars 2, Cars 3, Owen Wilson, Bonnie Hunt. Um. Uh, who else was in that movie? Oh my gosh, so many other people. Oh, Jennifer Lewis, Cheech Marin from uh, Cheech and Chong. You know, you sign on to do a Disney movie, and it it spins off to two sequels or three sequels. It's <clears throat> excuse me, it's wonderful. You know, it shows your vulnerability, your credibility as an actor, and um, you know, it's amazing. But yeah, let's get back to Toy Story. Um, You know, before we get to that, we're going to take a short break and I'm going to be back and give you my opinion on how I feel about the new Toy Story movie. All right. So stay with me, y'all. Hey, what's up, guys? If you love fashion just as much as I do, and some days you want to feel urban, some days you want to feel sexy, some days you want to mix it up, and some days you want to feel sexy for your man or for your girl, well, you know what? I got the perfect site for you that will handle all of those, FashionNova.com, and even download their app in the Google Play Store or in the Apple App Store. Just download Fashion Nova and have fun shopping. And I guarantee you, you will find everything you need. And right now, they have a special sale going on. A big thanks to their Instagram followers for 15 million followers. They've got a sale going on 40% off the entire site. 40% off. 15 mil. That's the code you want to use. It's 15MIL in capital letters to get 40% off your entire order. So what you waiting for? Go on there, grab some new clothes because you know you want to update that wardrobe because summertime is coming and a hat you don't want to be caught in last year's fashions, okay? Check them out, Fashion Nova. All right, guys, so we're back. We're back. And yes, I do my own commercial spots, you know, hopefully get some sponsorship going on, you know. (laughs) But, uh, Uh, Like we were saying about Toy Story 4, you know what? I have to backtrack and correct myself. Maleficent was not Disney's first um, live-action remake. It actually was, uh, I believe, Alice in Wonderland. 
Yeah, Alice in Wonderland, man. That was one of their first. And um, I say one of because I'm not sure exactly which one was the first one. I'll definitely get back to you guys. But, um, yeah, that was one of the first action live action remakes. And, uh, you know, it, it was the first one was a success. The second one, not so much a success as the first one, um, because when you do movies that are based off of books and there's other stories within the book series, it's kind of hard to keep the momentum going you know that special zhuzh from the first one but um yeah toy story 4 (sighs) coming out in june of this year uh june 21st actually uh that's actually my mother's birthday um i don't know i'm i'm on the fence i'm on the fence about toy story 4 because i feel like the way the writers wrote the third one it's like, what can you do now? Andy's grown. Um, the the new kid they brought in, Bonnie. What's the deal with her? Is she in elementary school, middle school? Like, what's going on? You know, what's the timeline here? And I guess we'll just have to wait and see because I guess this time Woody uh, is looking for uh, Bo Peep. And they go on a road trip adventure with Buzz and some of the old characters, Slinky and Ham and Rex. And now they've got new characters, um, like this new character called Forky, uh, that Bonnie apparently made from a spork. And, um, oh my gosh, what is that little string twine uh, construction straws? You know what I mean? It's like real fuzzy and you can bend it all kind of ways. Uh, so I guess they're trying to find Bo Peep. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, what's another good movie coming out, you guys? Oh my gosh, that's really big. Um, is uh, Detective Pikachu coming out? No, I'm sorry. Um, another movie from another great franchise. Um, Dark Phoenix. Man, man. If anybody that knows me knows why I call myself Phoenix, because. Let me give you a little backstory. So when I was working at my job uh, at uh, Red Rock Casino, um, a lady came up to me because I worked in the snack bar. So this lady came up to me. She's an energy reader and, uh, you know, and a little bit of a psychic in a way. So my coworker said, you know, have her read your energy. And I'm like, "Ah, I don't believe in all that stuff. You know, it's like I'm the type of person. I don't believe it till I see it. You know, it's like far as ghosts and spirits. It's like I don't believe it till I see it for myself. So I had to read my energy and the color of my energy. And she said, your energy is like a red orange, like a fire. She said, you've been through a lot in the past three years. Now, mind you, I've been in Vegas for about three years. And she said, you went through a lot these past three years, haven't you? I said, yes. You know, me moving, my mom and I moving, stepping out on faith, ups and downs in my relationship, going, having different jobs, trying to find that right job. Um, She said, you rise like a phoenix and you're going to keep rising and a lot of great things are going to happen to you within the coming years and I was like wow that's crazy how she knew me like that and from that point on you know I decided that my nickname you know I went by so many different nicknames and I was uh oh my gosh 
Luda Kid, you know, after Ludacris and with Luda and Kid. Uh, Taz, because I love Tasmanian Devil. I have his, I have a tattoo of him on my arm. Um, and now Phoenix. Um, and Phoenix is the one that stuck with me about a little bit longer than my nickname Taz. And I love Phoenix because, like the lady said, I rise from the ashes and I look back on my life. I have risen and reborn my rebirth myself so many times from different situations major life situations and phoenix being the most powerful x-men and my favorite x-men character you know there's no one like the phoenix and she's so powerful and mysterious and nothing can stop her and she always comes back so with that being said <laughs> Marvel is, um, not Marvel, I'm sorry, um, 20th Century Fox, excuse me, 20th Century Fox, or whoever is taking over X-Men, I mean, the whole Marvel and Disney shit going on, anyway, the latest installment in the X-Men franchise is Dark Phoenix, so, Jean Grey is nearly killed when she is hit by this force, this mysterious force that is known as the Phoenix. So not knowing what just happened to her, the Phoenix itself enhanced her psychic abilities because we knew she was psychic. We knew she could read minds. She was like the female version of Professor X. But now she's become even more powerful than him, more powerful than Magneto because of the Phoenix entity. And she can't seem to control it because it is slowly taking over her body and her powers where it's become out of control she's hurting people she loves her family um scott you know known as cyclops and they have to find a way to save her but also save the planet from the enemies that know about this phoenix entity and they want to capture it and use it and weaponize it so i think it'll be pretty good they've got um uh the same people from the latest x-men trilogy you know x-men first class um apocalypse and um days of future past you know james mcavoy michael fassbender jennifer lawrence um oh my gosh so many other people um Alondra Sharp or Ship, uh, she played uh, the young Aurora Monroe, the young Storm. So it comes out June 7th, if you guys want to check that out as well. Um, another movie. Um, you know what? Let's switch gears. Oh, no, no. Before, I, before we switch gears, before we switch gears. If you have kids that grew up loving this cartoon that is now being made into a live action movie take them to go see it if you have a daughter son nieces and nephews that grew up loving door the explorer door the explorer is being made into a live action movie coming out august 2nd of this year um called dora and the lost city of gold where dora is now in high school and she has to adjust to normal life instead of being in the jungle with her parents but she gets kidnapped along with her friends 
to find this mysterious lost city of gold and in the process saving her parents as well. So we'll see how that plays out. Dora Dora and the Lost City of Gold comes out August 2nd of this year and it stars uh, Eva Longoria, Michael Pina, Pina, I hope I pronounced that last name right, and newcomer Isabella Moner. So make sure y'all check that out. So let's switch gears here. Um, You know, I'll try to make this show at least an hour long. Um, We're... This episode is going to be a little short because I have to start getting dressed and getting ready because I'm going out tonight, y'all. <laughs> but uh, episodes will be uploaded weekly uh, every Saturday. So uh, today's Thursday. And uh, so it'll be uploaded um, Saturday for you guys. Uh, let's get into music. Music, y'all. Oh, my gosh. If you, I'm sure everyone knows, um, Nipsey Hussle, amazing entrepreneur, wonderful philanthropist, an amazing man that gave back to his community, um, you know, my community, because I'm originally from L.A. by way of Compton, uh, always gave back to his community, was fatally gunned down and uh, murdered uh, a few days ago. Luckily, they captured the man who killed him, and uh, you know he'll be going to trial soon. But our prayer, my prayers and thoughts and positive energy goes out to Nipsey's family and his uh, fiance Lauren London. Uh, we, pr- I pray that uh, you know God continues to watch over them and uplift them. Um, you know, Nipsey was only in his early 30s and so young, so young to uh, to be taken from this world. Um, but again, we pray for the family and thoughts and prayers go out to them. Um, music has always been a huge part of my life. I'm always on the, the verge of looking looking for new music, latest music, you know, um, I don't really listen to a lot of today's music. You know, I listen to a lot of my old school, you know, you know, I listen to music from the 60s all the way to the early 2000s. Um, But far as I know, the new music we have coming out so far, Sierra's got a new track out from her upcoming album called Beauty Marks. New track is called Thinking About You. Uh, Pink has a, a... New single out from her upcoming album, Hurts to Be Human. Uh, New single is titled Hustle. And of course, Miss J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, that woman puts out about as much music as Prince used to. She's got a new track out called Medicine featuring uh, French Montana. Uh, And uh, who else we got out right now? Uh, Khalid. Khalid has a new track called Talk. And he has um, another track called Self from his uh, album uh, Free Spirit. And uh, if you like uh, the newest, latest hip hop, G-Eazy, Blueface, All Black, and YG has that track. West Coast is out. Miss Amara La Negra from Love and Hip Hop Miami has a new track called uh, Devorama. I'm assuming that's how you call it. (laughs) 
Oh, somebody haven't I haven't heard from in a while. Shaggy has a track, new track out called You, featuring Alexander Stewart. Definitely check that out. Um, music for me, like I said, I listen to um, a little bit of everything. I try to keep my ear out. Um, right now, what do I have going on right now in my collection? Oh shoot. <laughs> So much stuff. Uh, Janet, Beyonce, Janae, Tamar, Floetry, uh, Cardi, Cardi B, um, DJ Quick, B2K, Missy, you know, a whole bunch of everybody, you know, Marcus Houston, JoJo, um, Solange, T-Pain, Adina Howard, Jill Scott, list goes on and on, y'all. Um, as far as music... You know, music has changed so much over the years, especially with the hip hop. You know, R&B, we're still trying to bring R&B back, even though I feel like it hasn't gone nowhere. It's just a lot of people aren't making R&B music that we want to hear or that, you know, that we're used to hearing. I mean, one of the few people um, that still makes good R&B music is Tank. Because if y'all heard When We... Ooh, baby. When we is for the grown folks. Grown and sexy. Okay? And I think I might do that tonight for karaoke as well. <laughs> but, you know, Tank. Um, oh, my gosh. Who's some more R&B artists? Upcoming R&B artists, you know, that we have out now. Her and SZA. Um, you know, even Tiana Taylor dips into the R&B a little bit. You know, we need more R&B. We don't just need hip hop and rap. We need R&B as well because R&B, you know, that sets the tone when you want to get sexy and you want to do a little freaky sniggy. That's a little tidbit from Living Single for our old school TV watchers. Um, you know, LMA, you know, that's another person that's doing R&B. Um, oh my gosh, you know. But um yeah, I listen to a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. But I'm definitely going to keep my ear out as far as the newest music. Um, what's going on tonight? Tonight is Wednesday. Nothing really. I know a lot of shows are on hiatus right now. Um, I think Empire's on hiatus. Star's on hiatus. I'm not sure. But um, I know a few shows just wrapped. Um, Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club wrapped which was a pretty interesting show. Uh, X on the Beach, their second season just wrapped and they just had their reunion. Um, you know what show I want them to bring back actually is The Real World. Y'all remember The Real World? To me, that was like authentic reality TV show. That was authentic, man. Like, oh my gosh. You know, you got... The tagline was seven strangers picked to live in a house to see what's what happens when things start getting, stop being polite and start getting real. And it was real. Like you had people arguing. Sometimes they would fight, you know, and the cameras was there to catch it all. And it was so crazy. And a few people haven't made a career out of it you know tammy roman from the real world la you know now she's done basketball wives she's done movies she's got her hair bonnet chronicles you know so she's made a name for herself which is cool 
Um, but yeah, I want them to bring that back again because I miss the real world. You know, I wish I could watch all the old episodes from past seasons because it was so good and so juicy. And they had some fine and beautiful people on there. You know, some of the, a lot of the guys were sexy. Some of the a lot of the women were gorgeous and beautiful. You know, so you know that's about it for as TV. Um, you know, what else we got going on? Ah, if you're here in Vegas, because I got to wrap it up here soon. Um, you're here in Vegas, you want to see a show? So many different to choose on the strip. You've got Zumanity at New York, New York, Ka MGM, um, O at Bellagio Hotel, Mystere at Treasure Island. You've got uh, uh, Backstreet Boys is finishing up their resident at Planet Hollywood. Gwen Stefani at Planet Hollywood. Lady Gaga at Park MGM. Uh, you know, like I said, Janet Jackson's coming to Park MGM. Um, we've got uh, Dionne Warwick at Bally's. Uh, if you like the Beatles, they're at Planet Hollywood. Jabberwockies at the Jabberwocky Theater at the Luxor, I believe. Um, Diplo tonight at Trust Nightclub at the Wind. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. This is by the time you hear this is Saturday. Uh, Chris Angel has his residency at Planet Hollywood. If you want to see one of the best MJ tribute shows at the Stratosphere, MJ Live, one of the best. I've seen it before. It's amazing. Uh, Legends in Concert, another great show at Tropicana Resort. Uh, Human Nature, the uh, wonderful guys with amazing voices at the Venetian. Uh, they've got, uh, ah, if you're a huge, huge fan of the TV show Friends, they've got a musical parody at the D in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, the I Love the 90s tour at the Paris Hotel. Alicia Keys is coming uh, well, by the time you hear this, she'll be gone. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Oh, shoot. Like I said, it's a pilot, so I'm just trying to get, you know, everything together here. Um, shoot. Let's see. Let's go down to these cities, actually, as we wrap it up. Oh, let's go L.A., my home city. What's going on in L.A.? Oh, Shoot. What's going on? What's going on in L.A.? A lot of shows tonight. A lot, a lot of shows. So we'll have to uh, see. Have to see here. But anywho, this is a pilot. Thank you for listening to... Uh, we're ending it a little early, actually. Well, I've got a few more minutes. I can kill some more time. Again, my name is Phoenix. This is Velvet Rope. And the way I came up with the title is uh, Janet Jackson's album, The Velvet Rope, is one of my favorite albums she's done. It's so personal, and it really speaks to me, even to this day. Um, you, the what, what I came up with it is when you go places and they have that velvet rope blocked off, you want to see what's behind that velvet rope. What are they hiding? Why can't we go back there? Or even like you go to clubs, VIPs got that velvet rope. Oh, they're special. Well, I want to take that velvet rope off and let you in and give you the access of what you want to know, what you want, what you need to know, and what you don't know. 
that'll inform you. So thank you for taking this journey with me. Very first episode of many on the velvet rope. Um, the next episode, we will have a um, wonderful girl. I know um, one of my coworkers actually. Um, she is a, a cervical cancer survivor, an amazing mom, an all-around sweetheart, a wonderful lady, bubbly personality, so amazing. I mean, I, oh, there's not enough adjectives to describe this lady. She's so sweet. She is one of my newest sisters in life. Um, my girl, Maisha, you know, I can't wait to have her on so she can discuss and bring awareness to cervical cancer uh, and how she survived it and, and how God just brought her through, you know. And um, so be sure to look out for that. All right. So, again, this is Phoenix. Thank you for coming to the Velvet Rope. And your access was granted. And remember, you can't go into your future without remembering your past. And like RuPaul always says, Ru, if you're listening, I got to use your tagline, baby, because I love it so much and it speaks to me. Like Ru says, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Okay? So... Take that and drive it down the road and go hug some damn body. My name is Phoenix. It's been a pleasure talking to you guys. I hope you enjoyed the pilot episode. Can't wait to bring you many, many more episodes. All right, y'all. I love you. Thank you for listening. Check out Phoenix Podcast, Velvet Rope. This is Big G from Road Base Karaoke, Two Tons of Fun Entertainment. You want to hit the best podcast? You hit the Phoenix, Velvet Rope.